Hi friends, welcome back to the Creating Eden podcast. I am your host, Eden, and today I'm going to be talking all about the throat, having a blocked throat, how to identify a blocked throat. I'm going to be sharing my experience from yesterday um, on witnessing myself in that really blocked throat energy and um, yeah, sharing what I did to move out of that, to shift out of that, and to begin to speak. So I have been working on opening my throat for oof, the last like three years, um, very con- uh, consistently. And I grew up as as like a child. I was very loud and um, in my home space. In my home space, I was very loud, very vocal, very angry. Um, there was a lot of like throat activation and you know, I was always getting in trouble as a kid. Um, and then as I got a little bit older, I learned like, oh, if I just shut up, if I just don't say anything, I won't get in trouble as much. And that was when I learned like all the people pleasing and everything like that. Um, so my throat was blocked from like the time that I was a child until up until the last, uh, three or so years of my life. Um, So I was navigating life in a very challenging way as I know I'm not alone and I know that there's so many people um, who experience life in the same way as me, who experience having that really blocked throat, not being able to speak up for myself, not being able to, um, yeah, just speak what's true for me, not being able to share my thoughts and opinions. Remember in school being so scared to put my hand up to speak in case I got it wrong and then being embarrassed and judged and ridiculed and told that I'm wrong and you know all all things that we should be able to (laughs) do in school we should be able to uh, be wrong without getting ridiculed or made fun of or whatnot because we're there to learn so anyways um it's challenging navigating life with a blocked throat it is challenging not feeling like we can speak in the ways that we want to communicate in the ways that we want to tell people how we feel um even you know this is this is in in all areas of our lives whether that's our romantic relationships our friendships um in the workplace at home with our family setting boundaries um and even just like speaking singing, um, using our voices alone with ourselves. Um, so yeah, yesterday I had an experience with my partner, um, where there's some stuff coming up for me, some things that were said, um, throughout the last couple of days had, uh, like activated something in me and kind of hurt me. Um, and I had these, yeah, these like wounds that kind of came up, not really wounds actually, just these emotions that came up. Um, and I found myself really scared to have the conversation, really scared to shift the energy of the room. Um, because yesterday we were hanging out, we were laughing, we were goofing around as we do. Um, and we were just, we were just chilling. We had a really beautiful, um, calm, relaxing day. 
And I didn't want to shift that energy. It felt uncomfortable for me to be the one to shift, to instigate that energetic shift um, and to say like, hey, I have some stuff coming up for me and I, I want to talk to you about it. So I found myself for hours having these thoughts of, oh, like, I really want to say something, but I'm so scared. Um, I, and, you know, my partner, like the foundations of our relationship are so strong and clear and solid. Um, he will always receive me, even if he's got to take um, a step away to be with himself and to sit and to process whatever's coming up for him. He will do that and come back and be able to hold me and the that's that's the way that I operate as well that's what I do for him as well because that's the way that we have gr- agreed to be in relationship with each other um so i wasn't afraid that he wasn't going to receive me or understand me or you know apologize for things that were said that um yeah just didn't really feel great for me to receive for me to hear uh you know, I wasn't afraid of that. I was really just afraid of speaking and shifting that energy. And um, yeah, so it was really interesting to witness myself talking in my head in circles for hours uh, until it found it, until I found myself like this feels so uncomfortable. This feels so awkward that I'm sitting here with all of these thoughts in my head and I can't say anything. And now it feels even more awkward and weird for me to start the conversation because I've been sitting on these words for so long. Um, And my partner doesn't know. Like, he doesn't know that I've been thinking this when we've been, you know, joking and laughing. Um, There's there's something else beneath the the surface for me and he doesn't know. So there was just a lot of discomfort. A lot of discomfort. And I didn't really know how to navigate it. And (laughs) yesterday... I released yesterday for me. <laughs> I don't know when this podcast episode is going to come out, probably in a few weeks' time. So, a few weeks ago, <laughs> um, I shared a podcast episode that I called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. Um, and it was all about, as you might, <laughs> you might guess, feeling the fear and choosing not to act from the fear choosing to feel the fear and then continue to act in the way that I know is going to serve me best, that I know is going to support me best. Um, And so I also had that floating around in the back of my head of, oh my goodness, like, am I a fraud? Am I talking this big talk, but not embodying what I am saying? Because that's something that's really important for me is to embody the things that I am sharing. Uh, so that I'm not kind of just talking out my ass and speaking for the sake of speaking, but sharing from lived, embodied experiences. Uh, Because for me, that's what I feel is the most powerful when it comes to learning and sharing wisdom is I, I would much rather receive wisdom from somebody who is embodying what they're saying um, than somebody who's like read a bunch of books, but never actually lived in you know, whatever way they, they are speaking. So <clears throat> I was like, oh man, and I'm, and now I'm a fraud because I can't speak my truth in this moment because I'm scared and I'm listening to the fear and I'm not saying anything. So I got into like an even deeper spiral, an even bigger spiral, um, because I was sitting in that fear and I wasn't 
uh, kind of taking my own advice, you know. So finally, eventually, um, we shifted into the kitchen. And I think that that energy shift and that physical location shift, we were, we were sitting on the floor bed that we have in the living room, um, that energy shift really helped me to shift my energy. And so we were standing in the kitchen and like, <laughs> I, I love this man so much. He, the way that he receives me, um, is so freaking beautiful. Um, we were just like going from laughing and joking and he was like sitting on, we had the chair, like this comfy chair in the kitchen because I had pulled it in while he was cooking dinner so I could hang out with him. Um, he was like being all tired on the chair and <laughs> I just turned around. I felt in my body like this is, if I'm going to say something, it's going to be now. This is the only time that it, it's going to happen. I either do it now or never. And I just turned around pretty sharply and said, I really want to talk to you about something, but I'm feeling really blocked and really scared. I can't talk to you about it right now, but I just need to say this. I need to get this out so that I can feel a little less blocked. And he immediately was like, immediately was like oh, yes, of course. Like, let me be more fully present with you. Um, and he gave me feedback uh, after we had the conversation. He gave me feedback saying that he really liked the way that I, yeah, gave him the opportunity to shift his energy first to meet me in that conversation. Um, he said he really liked that because it would have been more challenging for him if I just dove right into the conversation and he wasn't prepared for it um, and he didn't get the, yeah, the chance to shift into a more conscious, more present energy. And I kind of just threw it at him, which I thought was really interesting. And I really liked that because the narrative that I have heard um, my, my whole like teenage and adult kind of life is, um, you know, that whole, we need to talk. <laughs> Uh, and then not knowing what the talk is about and then whoever receives that we need to talk message or, um, you know, whoever receives the, those words uh, kind of has this panic of, oh my goodness, what are, are you going to break up with me? Like, what's going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I felt kind of like, I, I just need to say this. <laughs> I need to get it out. Um, but I really liked the fact that he shared that he liked that because now going ahead in the future when I have something that I want to bring up I can give him that um, preparation I can give him that uh, yeah that kind of heads up of hey I want to talk to you about something not in this moment um, and I think in our relationship we have we have created such solid communication uh, that you know both of us know that we're never going to just break up with each other out of nowhere. That's not something that would happen because that's not the way that we have decided to show up in this relationship. Um, so for us, anyways, there is this baseline understanding that um, you know it will never get that it will never get that far. It will never get to that point without any previous communication. Um, but this might also not resonate for, for some of you um, who are listening. Some of you are potentially, you know, would, would potentially prefer if your partner said, hey, 
I'm feeling this right now and just like get it out. Um, but for us, he felt like that really worked. And he even said, uh, for those of you who don't know, my partner Florian, um, he's a relationship coach and he coaches his clients. He's currently in the pr process of um, creating his own online program, which I'm really excited for, for him. Um, but he said to me, like, I'm going to use that with my clients. I'm going to share that with my clients because I think it can be really supportive. Um, so I was like, yes, <laughs> I did something right. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were actually, we were making s'mores. Uh, so I said like, yeah, let's finish making the s'mores. We'll eat the s'mores and then I'll talk about it. Um, and yeah, he said he did have like that internal moment of like, oh my goodness, what, she, what is she going to say? Um, but it gave him that opportunity to prep, prepare himself to, to have a more serious conversation. Um, then when we sat down after we ate our s'mores, I was, <sighs> yeah, I was, I was waiting for him to invite me into the conversation because again, I didn't know, I didn't know how to just dive in. So I kind of sat there and like, we were just like, I think I was like running my hands through his hair. Or I had my hand on his face. We we're just looking at each other and, um, yeah. And then he said, do you want to share what was coming up for you earlier? Um, and I'm really grateful that he invited me into that conversation because uh, I would have just kept waiting and feeling like, do I start now? Do I start now? Do I start now? Um, but yeah, he invited me in and then I got to share. I got to share everything that I was feeling. And, you know, there weren't like really big, dramatic, heavy things. It was just small things that there's three things that um, were kind of coming up and ways that I had you know, reached to him for connection and with what he was doing and where he was at, he um, didn't have the capacity to receive. And for me, I felt rejected in those moments. And so it was like three small things that just piled on top of each other that felt a lot bigger than they actually were. So I got to share how I was feeling. Um, and it was really beautiful, you know, he held me in the way that he always does, which I'm so grateful for, um, and I got to cry, I got to uh, move everything in my out of my body, um, because throughout the la like throughout the evening, I was feeling these feelings, and I was really feeling them in my solar plexus, in my stomach, in my gut, um, and my throat, I was feeling that like blocking my throat and this density in my stomach. Um, and as soon as I started to speak, I could feel that energy was slowly moving. And then when I got to cry, like whenever I cry, um, I know that I'm done crying when I either like gag this energy out of my body um, or I like cough it up. It's really interesting. And I remember when I first started to experience that, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Um, and I just kind of went with it. And now that's how I know I'm done crying. That's how I know that whatever was in my body is now out. Um, so yeah, I got to that point where I had like a little gag and I coughed it out and, um, yeah, then I got to settle back in and receive that praise that Florian gave me for the way that I showed up in that conversation, which was also really beautiful. Um, but yeah, it was so nice to be aware 
of that entire experience, the before, the during, and the after, to also be aware of what I was feeling in my physical body. Um, because at one point, I was feeling like I, before the conversation, I was feeling like I was going to throw up. And like, I'm pregnant. Sometimes I just randomly throw up. Like, I'm not in the... Um, I'm not in the like super nauseous state that I was in my first trimester. Um, but still sometimes I just randomly throw up. Um, I'll eat something that clearly my body is like, get this out of me right now. I do not want this. Um, and so I just have to like listen to my body and throw up and <laughs> it's kind of out of my control. So I, I was feeling that and I was like, oh man, cause I always try to fight it. <laughs> I always try to fight it and then after a little while I'm like I'm either going to be fighting this for the rest of the day or I just surrender and allow it to come up um so I was like oh man like I was fighting it a little bit and I was like oh I'm gonna have to throw up um but actually it was just that energy of not um not being in my power enough to speak what was going on to speak my truth to share my voice and for me I feel a very, uh, yeah, I feel a very strong connection with my power center, my solar plexus, my stomach, and my throat. A lot of the time when I'm not standing in my power, I'm also not speaking um, and not sharing. And yeah, for me, they feel very interconnected. So it felt really beautiful to be aware of, okay, I'm speaking, I'm doing the thing. You know, I'm not just clearing the energy from my energy field. Um, I'm also speaking it. I'm acting on it. I'm clearing it from my physical body um, by having this conversation in the physical realm. And then after to feel so clear and so relaxed and so calm and open, like, oh, that felt so, so beautiful. So the reason that I wanted to bring this conversation to the podcast today um, is because number one, like I know that I'm not the only one who experiences a blocked throat, who experiences life in this way. I know I'm not the only one. Um, And also I want to share um, some, yeah, some things that you can do for yourself to firstly recognize where, where you're at, recognize if you are experiencing a blocked throat or disconnect from your power center and begin to cultivate the practice of connecting with your body so that you can feel it more. Um, So starting with the throat, if you also experience something similar to me where you have something that you want to say, but you don't know how to say it, You don't know how to say it. You don't know um, when the right time to say it is. Newsflash. (laughs) There is no like right time. Yes, there are certainly times that are inappropriate. (laughs) Um, But there's never going to be like a perfect setting, right time. You have to create the right time by choosing it. Um, So yeah, if you find yourself thinking the same thing in a conversation with someone where you like think something and you're like, oh, like I'm going to let that, that thought pass. And then it comes again. And then you're like, no, I, I don't, I don't want to say that I'm scared. And then it comes again. Like, um, you know, for me, 
my process is how many times am I going to let myself hear the same thing before I just say it? And I used to have a lot more, like in the past few years of my life, um, I have been, as I shared earlier, unblocking my throat. So that means that I've had to have a lot of these really uncomfortable conversations, a lot of these really vulnerable conversations where I have had to open myself up to potentially not be understood and not be received and not be heard, but keeping them in and not speaking was more detrimental to me. I'm having a deja vu right now. Um, was more detrimental to me and my physical body. Uh, for those of you who, you know, are kind of in this practice already, you may have that awareness of, you know, energy really deeply impacts our physical bodies. And some of us might not know this. Um, there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score. I forget who the author is, but it's a really great book that dives deep into this. Um, but energy is stored in our body. So if we don't, if we're blocked somewhere, we're accumula accumulating energy in that space, whether that's a specific muscle or it's around an energy center like the throat. Um, we, if, if we, we're accumulating this energy um, and we're not having the energy move through us. And this is where, um, in my opinion, and some, some other, uh, a lot of other people, and their experiences, that's where, you know, we start to see physical symptoms, um, physical diseases. There's a lot of uh, studies talking about chronic illness and the connection with the energy field, um, our energetic bodies and being blocked. Um, but that's, that's <laughs> a conversation for another podcast. But um I, I forget how I even <laughs> got onto this side tangent. <sighs> yeah. So the more I hear the same sentence, the more I hear myself wanting to have this conversation, um, the harder it feels for me to actually get it out, to actually release it. Um, so I've been... Yeah, having a lot of these uncom uncomfortable conversations. Um, and now I'm at a place in my life where a lot of things are harmonious and calm and peaceful. And really, there's a lot of ease in my relationships, whether that's friendships or my partnership. Um, there's a lot of ease. And even with my job, like there's a lot of clear and open communication. And it feels really, really great. Uh, but it didn't always feel like that and it wasn't always like that and it took a lot of feeling the fear and doing it anyways um, to get to this point. So I kind of, yeah, at this point, like I feel like I'm out of practice because <laughs> I got to a point where I would hear the thought once and I would say it. I wouldn't be stuck on repeat. Um, I would hear it once. I would feel the need to express something and I would say it. And that felt so amazing, but I'm kind of out of practice and that's okay too, you know, that's okay. We ebb and flow as human beings and depending on what's happening within us, depending on what's happening outside of us, um, you know, Florian was also, he was just gone for a week. So we weren't in communication in the ways that we normally are when we're living together. So I personally think that that played a role in it too. We were still 
coming back into connection with each other in the physical world, in the physical realm. Um, so that created some of my, yeah, fear of speaking as well. So can you identify when you are feeling blocked? And I'm going to speak specifically to throat and power center, solar plexus um, right now, but this also goes for any of the energy centers. Um, what patterns come up for you when you find yourself not able to speak up? What emotions do you start experiencing? What do you start feeling? Do you start feeling frustrated with yourself? Like, oh, I never say what I want to say in the moment. Like it always comes to me after and then I regret it and blah, blah, blah. Like, I hate this. Why am I like this? Like, is that what comes up for you? Or maybe there's um, some shame for not being able to speak up, not being able to share in the way that you want to share. Um, maybe there's there's kind of like numbness and just like, oh, I did it again. Like, this is just what I do. Um, maybe you're stuck in that story of, oh, I my throat is blocked. It'll never be unblocked. Like, this is just how I am, right? But can you identify when you're feeling blocked and for me it's when I start to hear the same thought on repeat and thought in terms of conversation with somebody else thought of I should say this and then I don't and then it comes back again um, or do you feel connecting with your physical body do you feel um, like a physical block do you get a lot of um, like cold sores or canker sores or swollen, um, what are they called? Glands, tonsils. Do you get um, like sick a lot? Uh, there was a point for me where every time I got sick, it was all in my throat. Um, and that was when I was doing a lot of clearing in my throat, um, speaking a lot of lies that I had like speaking a lot of truth where I had previously lied, things that I had held in for years, um, I was getting sick. And yeah, there was a day where I got um, what I believe it was going to be diagnosed as tonsillitis um, or strep throat. And I had three days off of work and I was like, I am not going to the doctor. I'm not going to be put on antibiotics because I know that this is energetic and this is my body processing this stored energy. And I had three days where I just sat and I meditated on my throat and I went in and visualized me cleaning and clearing out my throat. Um, I surrounded myself with all of the throat chakra um, crystals that I have. And, um, yeah, then was like drinking tea and honey and all of those things, um, and was speaking. Yeah. I was using my affirmations as the way to speak and to move that energy out. And then three days later, I was right as rain. I did not need antibiotics. I didn't need anything. I was back to normal. So it was great. Really great. Um, so yeah, then connecting with your body, like how is your body showing you that you're blocked in these energy centers? connecting with my power center my body was very loudly telling me this doesn't feel good whatever's happening right now does not feel good for me um, I feel sick I feel like I'm going to throw up um, and you know that especially like feeling like I'm going to throw up 
or feeling like it's going to go the other way, that is a way of our, our body releasing energy, right? Releasing these things, either coming up or going down. Um, so that was my body literally telling me, I don't want this energy inside me. Uh, my ex-partner, he had a lot of things going on in his gut, in his digestive system. And, you know, he was always <clears throat> blaming certain foods and everything, which, yes, completely can, excuse me, <clears throat> completely can impact and affect our bodies. Um, and I was also prompting him and asking him, like, is there, is there a conversation that you haven't had? Or is there, you know, at work, is there like a situation where you feel like you didn't stand in your power enough? Or, um, you know, I would always prompt the energetic as well, because I think that when we pair the physical realm and the energetic realm, especially when it comes to our bodies, like, mm, amazing. <laughs> It's, it's so powerful to, to apply the energy work to our bodies as well as what we're doing in the physical. Um, so yeah, for me with my gut, it was just like, this energy doesn't belong here. I don't want it. I need it to, to move. Um, so for you, you know, have you, uh, another experience I had, um, when I used to work in the crystal store, I had a woman come in once asking for something and she came in with like very pissed off energy to begin with. And I had this like just intuitive knowing of like, oh shit, <laughs> this, this is going to be something. There's, there's going to be some sort of interaction here that's going to feel really challenging and hard and it's going to suck. And I was just like, that's okay. And I felt like with what she said to me and the energy she showed up in, I felt like she took her hand, shoved it into my gut, twisted her hand and grabbed my insides <clears throat> and ripped them out of me. I felt like she literally reached her hand inside me and pulled my power from my center and the interaction was over and she left and I was like, fuck so I was like frantically calling back my power calling back my power pulling it back into my um <clears throat> pulling it back into my uh stomach area my solar plexus and um yeah just taking it back from her so is there is there times specific to your solar plexus your stomach where you have felt that or you know somebody has said something to you and you felt like your stomach drop um or any kind of other physical physical cues in your body where you know you felt like you either gave your power away or somebody forcefully took your power from you hmm. really really interesting to reflect on uh, some of these situations and moments and you know when we bring the awareness of energy into it we can kind of like double whammy support ourselves. Um, I love energy work. I love energy work. So yeah, that's, you know, the conversation on identifying where we're feeling these blocks. Um, do you find yourself consistently not standing up for yourself, speaking up for yourself and walking away from conversations or situations where you're like, oh, I wish I did something different. Um, 
And then moving into, well, how do I show up differently? How do I have the conversation that I'm scared of having? How do I, you know, start standing up for myself? Where do I start and how do I do it? And I wish, (laughs) I wish there was some like easy peasy lemon squeezy magical thing that I could give you that would just solve all of these problems, but there's not. The reality is you just have to do it. Excuse me, you just have to choose to feel uncomfortable. Choose to sit in that discomfort because by sitting in it and by moving through it, you will more quickly be able to get out of that discomfort. Something that has really, really helped me and really supported me through... um, having these particularly challenging and scary and hard conversations is approaching whoever I am having this conversation with and sharing with them, I am afraid to have this conversation with you. With one of my friends who we are no longer friends, um, one of my past friends, um, I had not been truthful and honest with her for years and it um, built up a lot of resentment towards that relationship from my side Um, and it got to a point where I was like I can't live like this anymore I can't pretend anymore I can't show up in this relationship in this way anymore I can't do it. it it was making me physically sick when I would get back from spending a few nights at her house I would get physically sick. Um, so, you know, with her, I said, I, I'm really scared to tell you this. I'm really scared to have this conversation with you because I'm scared of hurting you. I'm scared of hurting you and I'm scared that, um, yeah, that it's, it's going to be, it's, it's not going to feel good. Um, I'm scared that you're not going to understand me and receive me. And, you know, in that particular situation, she didn't. And she was hurt. Rightfully so. You know, I don't blame her um, whatsoever. But I, by, by sharing that I was afraid to have that conversation with her, um, ha- for me, like, having that out on the table, I got to be afraid. I didn't have to pretend that everything was fine and this is easy for me. I got to be afraid. I got to be fearful. And then when I, you know, stuttered or took my time responding, um, it was, there was a baseline understanding that like, oh, she's scared, you know, and regardless of not being received in the way that I wanted to be and still, you know, hurting her anyways, um, I got to have the conversation scared. Another example of this is when I was telling my mom that I was choosing a wild pregnancy and free birth. Um, She recently came out to visit me and we were out for lunch. And um, she was just like talking about like, oh, did you get a midwife, blah, 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 which I hadn't. And I was so scared. I was so scared that she was going to get mad at me or judge me. And, you know, this, this comes up with my mom a lot. 
um, because she's my mom, <laughs> you know, she's my mom. I grew up my whole life with her. Um, when I got in trouble, it was getting in trouble from my mom. When I had the hard things happen, like it was with my mom, like, you know, um, so this, I never had this uh, ability to communicate in this way with her. Um, and now that I do, like, it is so powerful. So I said to her, I'm really afraid of having this conversation with you because I'm afraid that you're going to judge me. I'm afraid that you're going to tell me what to do. And I'm afraid that you're not going to understand. Um, and as soon as I say, cause I've used the, this with her a few times where I've shared that I'm afraid. Um, as soon as I tell her I'm afraid, uh, like I think feel her energy open and soften and I can feel yeah like I can just feel how um she how much she softens and you know she said like you don't have to be afraid um I love you I I want to hear these things from you I want to know what you're doing um I want to be able to support you and help you where I can I want to be able to talk to you and I want you to feel like you can talk to me. Um, so that's been really beautiful. And, you know, with, with my dad, I recently asked my dad um, for a business loan. And I said to him, I'm, I'm afraid to ask you this, <laughs> but I'm going to ask you anyways. And he was like, Eden, I love you. I'm your dad. And I'm so grateful that I get to have um, the parents that I have and be loved in the way that they love me. Um, and he was like, I love you. I want to support you. You don't have to be scared to ask me things. I love you. Um, so that felt really beautiful to receive from my dad as well. Um, and yeah, my partner has said it to me many times. We were on a hike once talking about um, potentially doing this like big hiking, ma mountaineer kind of trip. I don't know. <laughs> And he said, there's something that I want to say, but I'm really afraid to say it. And I immediately softened and opened. And I was like, okay, like, what is it? And I kind of knew where the conversation was going because the people we were talking about having this trip with are very um, active mountain climbing people. Whereas me, like, I'm not so much. I will climb the mountains, but I will complain. <laughs> I will complain most of the time. And I will not be having a great time until I'm up at the top. <laughs> but I still want to do it, you know. Being pregnant, absolutely not. I do. I have no desire to <laughs> climb any mountains right now. I am climbing the biggest metaphorical mountain, okay? Um, but I, I knew, like, my fitness level, my um, endurance was not the same as the other three people and I knew like yeah I knew where the conversation was going but him voicing like I'm afraid to say this for me that was like he doesn't want to hurt me he doesn't want to hurt my feelings he's afraid to say it because he's afraid to hurt my feelings um and then he said like I'm afraid that you're gonna be like left behind and like the weak link and I was like dude I'm afraid of that too <laughs> um so it can be really helpful to um, share when we're scared to say something, even in conversations with our bosses um, at work or, yeah, with friends, with family, with partners, just voicing, hey, I feel nervous to say this because I don't know how you're going to react. 
I don't know how you're going to respond or I feel nervous to say this because I'm afraid of getting rejected or whatever your truth is in that moment, it can be really supportive to start to create the container of the conversation. Um, and yeah, I've found like I have a hundred, a 100% success rate, um, in people softening and opening more. Um, that still doesn't mean I'm going to get what I want or I'm going to be received in the way that I want to be received or I'm going to be heard or understood, but the softening happens and it creates more space for the uncomfortable conversation to happen. So I really want to offer that tool to you because it has helped me dramatically, dramatically. Um, what also helped me last night specifically was shifting my physical energy because I was stuck in one place on the couch or not on the couch in the living room on our floor bed, which we pretty much treat as our couch. Um, I was stuck in one place physically and I was stuck in one place mentally and energetically. So shifting my energy into a different room, into a different space, um, walking, like taking the time to walk there, it helped me to shift my internal state as well and gave me a little bit more courage to share, hey, I want to have this conversation, but I'm scared. Um, so I highly recommend that. If you, you know, if you really struggle to sit across from somebody face to face and make eye contact as you're having a difficult conversation, I suggest, you know, asking, hey, can we go for a walk? I really want to talk to you about this. And when you're walking, you're side by side, you're looking forward instead of all the time like at each other, that can be really helpful and supportive as well. In some cases, your nervous system is not going to be able to have the conversation with somebody in person. I used to hold so much shame over that um, and so much guilt. And I thought like, if I'm going to have a conversation, I kind of do this, you know, I kind of like, <laughs> I'm kind of in this like all or nothing. Um, I find myself in this a lot where I'm like, if I didn't do it perfectly, if I didn't give it 110%, then I might as well have not done it at all, which is not true. When it comes to our nervous systems, when it comes to supporting ourselves and feeling safe enough, yeah, safe enough, not fully safe because when we're scared, we don't feel fully safe, but feeling safe enough to do the scary thing, feeling regulated enough to have the hard conversation. And sometimes we aren't going to be able to regulate ourselves in person and with the friendships that I had to end in the last couple of years, um, I couldn't do, I couldn't have those conversations in person because I was so fucking scared that even over messaging, the first scary conversation I had with one of my friends, I was trembling. My body was in full fight or flight. And I know that if I was in person, I would have been completely shut down, completely in a freeze state, and I never would have been able to have the conversation. So sometimes you're going to have to send it in a text. If that's the way that you can actually clearly communicate what it is you want to communicate, that's the way to do it. Sometimes it's going to have to be a phone call. So, so you're, you're hearing their voice, they're hearing your voice, but 
You're not looking at each other. Yeah, so that you can be in your own space, know that you're safe in your physical space, and then be regulated enough to have the conversation. Other times, you know, maybe it's through voice notes. I sent a very long voice note to one of these past friends. Um, and that, that was the only way in that moment for me to have that conversation. To get, excuse me, to get what I wanted and needed to say out. Also, like, we were miles apart, so I, I couldn't be in person with her anyways, but... Last last year, there was also, um, you know, somebody who was in my life that triggered the shit out of me. And I learned so much from her presence in my life. Um, and there was things that happened that I felt like I owed her an apology. And I would go to have lunch with her. Or I'd go for a walk with her with the intention of having this conversation of apologizing. And in her presence, I would... Oh, like I just would feel myself shrink because she was so in my perspective she was so powerful so like took up so much energetic space that it felt threatening and scary for me and I would make myself smaller and I would shrink and I would back away energetically um and I just felt really intimidated um not that she was like purposely intimidating me it was just the way that she is you know the way she holds herself um, oh, I learned so much from her and I'm so grateful for her presence in my life. Um, but it took a long time for me to actually apologize to her. Um, and it was through a voice note initially. I sent her a voice note and I was like, this is probably so random. <laughs> this is probably like coming completely out of the blue from, from your, um, perspective, but I feel like I owe you an apology and I, you know, shared and I apologized to her and she actually ended up calling me and then we had a voice call conversation and we got to clear everything and it was so powerful and you know everything that I had stored up inside me was just cleared and gone um, and it was so beautiful and like my entire perspective perspective of her shifted and yeah it was just amazing um, so more often than not, having these hard conversations, speaking when we feel blocked, showing up and, you know, doing the hard thing, feeling the fear and doing it anyways, is the most beneficial thing for us. Whether that means you lose friendships, whether that means you have to end a relationship or somebody ends a relationship with you, whether it means um, an opportunity gets taken away from you, my belief that I'm like full-bodied believe is that the things that are meant for us, the people that are meant for us, the relationships that are meant for us will be in our lives for as long as they are meant to be in our lives. And we will learn from them and grow from them. And as soon as we no longer need them, as soon as they're no, no longer supportive um, for both sides, when there's two people involved, they, they can be cleared and we will feel eventually lighter and more clear and more free. Oh, and that does wonders for the health of our physical bodies as well. So I hope that this podcast gives you 
even just like the tiniest, tiniest little sliver um, of courage to, to speak what's true for you, uh, to share the things that you want to share, to show up in conversations and be honest, um, to have the hard conversations, to ask for your needs to be met, to be met, to whatever it is that you want or need to do for yourself. I hope that this, yeah, this conversation gives you that little push, that little support, um, and that little bit of courage to feel the fear and do it anyways. Um, because I promise you, once the initial like emotions <laughs> are processed of whatever happens, I promise you there will be at least some sense of lightness, of space, of even calm, of clarity. And um, it's worth it. From my lived, embodied experience, it is worth it every single time, even if our entire world as we know it crumbles. It is worth it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me and this podcast. I appreciate you. I love you. And I will speak to you in the next episode.